Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Nightmare. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. Or good morning or good afternoon, wherever you are. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper of the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. New England's own Van Helsing. With me, of course, is my co-host, the blonde bombshell herself, Ian Carrigan. Well, good evening, morning, afternoon, everyone. <laughs> Hope you are all well. We are well, except for students got tornadoes. That is not good. Not no. not good. So no. I hope everybody stays safe. Anyways, we have a, a special guest today. Uh, it's someone. Uh, who I found on Facebook, actually recommended by a friend. And uh, I checked out her site and uh, she does uh, tours. So without uh, further ado, why don't we bring in, oh, I'm going to butcher her name. Uh, I guess, Alicia, is that correct? Alicia. Ah, so close. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It works. It's fine. (laughs) I that's that's closer than I normally get. Trust me. Anyways, uh, Alicia, you are the proprietor of what? I'm Alicia King Marshall, and I own Franklin Walking Tours just south of Nashville, Tennessee. Ah, nice. I was wondering how close you were to Nashville. That's probably you probably get that question all the time. (laughs) That's close enough. You know, I went on your site and uh, I found something. There's something about uh, Alabama. And I said, she's in Alabama? I didn't know that. And I, I forget what was on your site. It was some kind of, you had partnered up with somebody or something. And it, 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 the name Alabama came out. So I says, oh, she's from Alabama. But anyways, Franklin, Tennessee. And I, we have lots of friends in Tennessee. Uh, one of our dearest friends is Michelle Wooden, who uh, works for the Memphis, Memphis Police Department, I believe, right? Oh, my goodness. Yes, Michelle. You remember Michelle? I do. Yeah, she's yeah. still on my Facebook. Pops yes, up every is. once in a while. Yes, she is. So, um, Alicia. Wait a minute. Alicia. Alicia. Lee, Alicia. Lady A. Lady A. That's what I'll call her. Lady oh, A. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so, uh, young lady, uh, can you tell us a little bit more about how you get involved in in doing tours because it's not an easy job it's well i'm finding that it's not for everybody the more i try to hire staff i'm finding out how unique uh, a skill set i think it it is in reality i started years ago i've been doing this for quite a while this is what my ninth year and i was yeah i was working um for a consulting company and it was just sucking my soul out of my body. Something to do at night so I could, you know, actually get outside and meet people and talk and not be completely stressed out and feeling statty. And so I live in this Civil War town with this vibrant history. And there was one uh, tour company in town. Now there are seven. And so I 
doing that at night. And I really wanted to give the history tours during the day, but what they really needed was someone to give the ghost tour at night. So I started doing that and unexpectedly fell in love with it and just kept doing it year after year. And then I was in the process of buying that company when COVID shut us down. Mm-hmm. And so I'm no genius, but I figured putting all my money into a business that was closed and we didn't know how or when it was going to reopen wasn't the best move. Mm-hmm. So I from Florida bought it and I opened my own knowing that there was plenty to go around, which clearly there is because now there are seven companies. So um, that's how I got into it. And my own, I came, you know, uh, it's been two years now that I've been out on my own. So I'm the oldest tour guide on the street, but I've got one of the newest companies. Oh, wow. So, so is a, it, it's, it's, oh, there's seven tour companies. It's, is it that big of a, a town? No, it's a small town, but it's just got a lot of history. And now we've become so popular. You know, we've been named to the All-American Main Street list and the top Southern charming towns to visit and the most All-American city. And we've got these festivals every year, like Dickens of a Christmas and Pumpkin (laughs) Fest. And so I think that draws a whole lot of folks, a lot of celebrities that have moved here. So we're kind of thinking, okay, we're good. We're full. No more lists, no more prizes, but um, it's obviously good for us. So, Excellent. That's great. Wow. You know, it's so funny. You you said it's Southern town because, you know, you you look at Tennessee and Tennessee is, you know, a lot of people think it almost as, and I hate to use the word Northern, but uh, it it was a border state in in a way. And, you know, it, but it really was a southern town. I mean, most of the, not most, but a lot of the, the major battles of the Civil War were fought in Tennessee. Yeah, it definitely identifies as a southern state and a southern town yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah, southern charm is so much better than northern. We have no charm up here, trust no. me. No. No. Oh, I, I don't know. I disagree. I, we are in love with New England. We Every chance we get, we, we take off to Massachusetts or Maine or uh, yeah, I just got back from D.C. and and Philadelphia. I mean Pennsylvania. We went to Gettysburg, but we love it. Oh, just love it. Well, that's good. I'm glad yeah. our our puritanical yeah. reputation does not precede us. <laughs> no, we, we do have we do have a few ghosts up here too. A bit. Yes, I still want to go to Bar Harbor ghost uh, tours. Have you ever been on one of theirs? No, I've not. No, I love Bar Harbor though. We we never many times. We have a very good friend, uh, Roxy Zwicker, who runs uh, New England Curiosities and does Portsmouth goes tours for years and years and years and years and years. Uh, and so if you ever get up here, you ought to check out her tours. She's Her tours are excellent, too. That's she has a New a Hampshire. Yeah. Yes. Will do. Been to that town. Haven't taken a tour. We'll have to do that. Oh, mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's let's talk about your tours. I mean, yes. before I start, do you have a do you have a, a background in history or, or paranormal? I I don't. I've always been a history nerd and I've always been open to different, you know, uh, cultural explanations of the unexplained. And so I've always read a lot about it, but I never pictured myself giving a ghost tour, much less owning a, a company that leads them. But when I fell into it, there's one block in particular in my town and it's the block that's known as the most haunted block in the South, not saying that our town is the most haunted city, but in one block, you're not going to find more activity, I don't think, anywhere else. And oh, wow. at 
point, year after year, giving these tours night after night, certain things would happen at certain buildings, and they wouldn't happen anywhere else, and nothing else would happen at that building except this one very specific thing. And after a while, you just kind of have to admit, even if I don't know what's going on, I have to admit something is going on. (laughs) You know, I mean, so at some point, um, I just kind of came around and said, okay, I can't explain it, but... I've been witness to it too many times to dismiss it. And that really breaks it. And, and I think my tours got a whole lot better once I rounded that corner. Aha. That's so, right. If you were a Southerner, uh, you, were you born in the South? No, I've only been here about 22, 23 years. I was oh, okay. born in Northern California. We moved here from the Lake Tahoe area. Oh, okay, that makes sense because you know Southerners have, uh, uh, although they embrace the the ghost hunting now much more than they ever did, is there the originally uh, it was a Baptist uh, country, and uh, a lot of that stuff was looked down upon. And I was wondering how it was, but uh, when you came from California, it's much more open-minded than it was in the South. Although the South is like I said, it has embraced a lot more of it now, although there's still pockets that have resistance to it. Um, so your ghost tours, uh, are they walking tours? Yes, and my company's Franklin Walking Tours. They're all walking okay. tours. We, we do some step-on guide services, of course, when asked, but um, yeah, by and large, it's all just walking tours. And we have a really compact historic district which just, I mean, it's just picture perfect for what we do. It really lends itself to those walking tours. And we can kind of go at different angles and give different types of tours, um, going to different spots within the same you know, compact downtown area. So it's perfect for what we do. Mm. I'm looking at your website. So one of your tours is called Grim and Ghostly. What, uh, what is, there's a fascinating picture that goes with that. Oh, what what is that? Those are the abandoned silos. So nothing is abandoned in our small town because it's so stinking expensive here. <laughs> uh, you know, you can't afford to have uh, an empty storefront. And that is right downtown in the historic district. Um, it's, it's a very wealthy landowner who owns that. It was Lily Mills or Franklin Lady Flower. It's mm-hmm. been there forever. Um, it was used to be much larger. There was a devastating fire and in the 1950s. It reduced it. But it's, um, we have lots of stories that we talk about as we pass it. Um, workers, of course, over the years that uh, were badly injured or even killed in accidents. And so there's, you know, the lingering phenomena from that. There was um, a rather violent outburst there when some men were bringing in sugarcane to be processed in a get-rich-quick scheme. Hey, let's not process wheat. Let's switch to sugarcane because sugar was so valuable and, and, and scarce. And so then they had a series of problems with the machinery. They weren't able to process the sugarcane. It was rotting in the carts and the wagons waiting outside. So predictably, uh, there was a violent outbreak. So they're, they're pretty haunted. There's a lot of stories right there. And you can see that right from where we start our tours. So it was a perfect picture. But Grim and Ghostly is by far our most popular tour. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit of history, a little bit of true crime, mostly from the 1800s and a whole lot of ghost stories. Mm, it looks just like I, this building just caught my eye. I'm like, that looks yeah. very creepy. And probably the lightning is like an after effect, but right. it just screams, I'm haunted. <laughs> I just I love it. 
every business plan that has come around, hey, we want to, you know, uh, put in this business or that business or transform it into this. It's just never been viable. It's it's one of those buildings that I'm afraid is going to have to be completely removed and replaced. But just no one wants to see that happen because there's just something about it. But I just don't think it's ever going to work for anything else. It's it's yeah, it's very unique looking. And, and just yeah. for our listeners, it's so it does look like, you know, big silos, but there's no domed cover over the top of them but there's like what eight one ten ten of them maybe it's, um it's, yeah and the lunch. Lunch. i'm sorry yeah the, the on it's very active we do true crime walks um a few times a year we have a prominent true crime television oh, that's so cool. producer mm. that comes and we do a true crime walk where we talk about some of the crimes that have happened in different spots. And then she relates it to a crime story that she covered or wrote about. And then she updates us. So, for instance, here's what happened when I covered the Menendez brothers, for instance. And here's what's happened since we wrapped filming and what's happening with them today. So when we stopped there at the silos, it was a perfect starting point for a true crime tour as well as a ghost tour and a history tour. It's a one-stop shop for no matter what we're <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome do you have any cool cemeteries in town just curious oh boy do we we've oh, got two right down in the historic district and uh, our biggest night of the year is the saturday before halloween every year we do something called tombstone tales mm. and costumed actors throughout and they tell the stories of people buried there dressed as that person from their grave nice and we were founded, we're a Civil War town, but we were founded in 1799 because of a Revolutionary War land grant. And we have four Revolutionary War veterans buried in one of the two historic cemeteries. Nice. That's great. Love it. Yeah, I have children who act in that every year, and they are good. <sighs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yep, the costumes are amazing. So it's part fashion, part theater, part history, and it's at night just before Halloween in a cemetery. What, what more do you want? Oh, God, that's awesome. Creepy little kids. That's perfect. Perfect. <laughs> I succumbed yes. to dysentery in 1801. <laughs> Anna's an avid tapophile, so she just loves cemetery. Every time we go somewhere, she drags me to a cemetery. And, yes, uh, I do. Yes, you do. Yes. I keep trying to throw him in the hole, but he won't go in. Yeah, I know. I won't stay in. I won't stay in. So what is your your favorite spot on, on your tours? And, and it doesn't have to be the ghost tour. It could be uh, one of the other tours as well. So what, which one you really love telling the story about? Oh, gosh. I've become so attached to all the stories. I don't think yeah. I realized how until I am away if I take a little time off and I like I miss my friends which is how I've come to think of the all of the long uh, since gone characters in my stories there's one building that's very special it's an old church and we go there on the day tours and talk about its founding and what happened there during the occupation during the civil war and what's happened since um, and it has a lot of celebrity ties and a lot of remarkable connections to a lot of our stories. And something very calming about that. I love doing field trips. We have a saying, field trip days are the best days. 
Um, and the kids, little elementary school kids, no matter how rambunctious and rowdy they are outside, when I bring them inside this little church, they always sit down and become very attentive and reverent. There's something in the air there that just seems to comfort everyone. Uh-huh. So that's a special place. And conversely, probably my least favorite place is a is a stop on the Grim and Ghostly. And we're very fortunate in that we have plenty of uh, researched haunted stops, more than we could possibly fit in a 90-minute tour. So we kind of mix them up and rotate them. But there's one house that every ghost tour has to stop every time, and it's called Cherry Manor. And it's on that most haunted block that I mentioned before. Mm -hmm. It's the most active building in Tennessee. And it's the one that just it affects people physically. Um, people use the word heavy the most often to describe it, that it feels physically and emotionally heavy. The air feels heavy. It's just very, very dark and uncomfortable. And the stories are just as deep and dark as the feeling. So mm. ironically, one place that all the tour guides would love to take off the list is the one place we all have to go every night. <laughs> So what what's one of the very terrible things that happened there? Well, it was built in 1820. And even before it was built, there were problems. The two men that were hired to uh, cut down the trees to prepare for building refused to come back after the first day of work. They said, we'll forfeit payment if necessary, but we're done. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, there's always been something wrong there. Um, but it's just gotten worse over the years. And it was a, it was a hospital before the civil war. So imagine how many patients they lost. Right. And it was a field hospital after the battle of Franklin that was fought here. The battle of Franklin, it was just a five hour battle. Never was intended to be fought here. It was kind of a series of mistakes that led to it happening. And um, we're a very small town, a little over 700 people at that point. And in a five-hour battle, we were left with almost 10,000 dead, injured, and missing. Oh, my God. Wow. So why is Franklin haunted? Well, there you go. <laughs> you know, people don't think about that. They always think about Gettysburg and, and all the deaths there. But, you know, there are so many other battlefields where there were a tremendous amount of casualties, like Franklin uh, and you know, uh, you can totally understand that. Is there, in your, is there reports of uh, ghosts from the Battle of Franklin in town? Absolutely. Um, 44 field hospitals. So you can imagine how many of those buildings oh, still goodness. have blood stains in the floor where they were doing amputations or mm. how many buildings were hit by errant cannonballs or how many buildings were damaged by the occupying soldiers. And so those energies run deep. And I think those traumas were just so acute that it would be more surprising if we weren't haunted on many levels in many locations. (laughs) Right. Right. Makes sense. How many field hospitals? 44? 44 that we know of. Yeah. Wow. (sighs) That's crazy. That's amazing. Just about every building. Uh, we, we have a good friend, uh, Mark Nesbitt, who runs the Gettysburg Ghost. Oh, Coach. yes. I just was with Kayla there. At oh, his, get out. At, yeah, and I bought several of his autographed books. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't have the business I have if it wasn't for Mark Nesmith. Believe me, I am very aware of what we owe him. Mm. I, 
I have known him for years and years. We were down, we we worked with him on a, a couple of projects down in there. But, uh, you know, he was always saying, you know, you don't have to go far in Gettysburg because about every building was used as a hospital of some sort uh, during the, the Civil War because there was just so many casualties. And I, I, I imagine that's the same way it was with uh, Franklin. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. So, so when you do your, your ghost tours, do do they use equipment or are they, is it just a walking and talking tour? It's a walking and talking tour. Um, all of the mm-hmm. guides we carry, um, uh, like an iPad or a tablet to share photos that were taken by previous tour guests or guides that have been Oh, I was going to ask you about that. So there are photos from other tours, right? Many, 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 and we mm. get many more all the time. And I love that guests are so excited to share what they've captured. Uh, so it's always fun, but we always have them screened first to be as sure as we can be. They haven't been tampered with or photoshopped before we share them. Mm-hmm. And we don't need to do that. There's plenty. So um, we can <laughs> make sure they're bona fide. But it's always fascinating to me what people catch because they tend to be very, very similar site for site. Like they'll catch a little boy in this one window of this old farmhouse, but nothing else there. And they'll catch um, um, a woman in this house or a man in a certain kind of hat in this window and nothing else. They're so specific to the buildings and the stories that it's, it's just really ups the credibility, right? Mm, Absolutely. Absolutely. If someone, uh, I know before I, I, I know you have your ghost tour uh, coming up in, in a little while. So, but before I want to make sure I got this in is if people want to find out more about you and your ghost tours, where can they do that? FranklinWalkingTours.com. Okay. Excellent. And uh, you're also on Facebook too under that? Oh, sure. And Instagram and TikTok. Oh, TikTok. Do you dance on TikTok? <laughs> no. No one wants to see it. <laughs> Art and spirits in the world to get me to dance on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got all the socials covered, so you are good. <laughs> yeah. You know, and if people haven't gone to a ghost tour or any of the tours, really, uh, you know, they are so much fun. Uh, before I got involved in paranormal years and years ago, we went to uh, a historic uh, Williamsburg, and uh, it, it was a blast. It was my little son and uh, my wife, and we did the tours, and, and I said, you know, oh, they have a ghost tour at night, a candlelight ghost tour. Why don't we do that? And and I did it, and I had so much fun on that tour, and, and I wasn't even involved in the paranormal at that time or anything, but it, it just, the enjoyment of it is, it, it's, it's so much fun. Uh, so if you get into Franklin, you definitely got to check out these tours, and uh, they, they just, I, I mean, I would love to get down there and, and right in. Road oh. Trip. At road trip, absolutely. I oh, yeah. and I'm, I, you know, Nashville's high up on my bucket list too, so I would be happy to deviate and uh, head on over to Franklin as well. <laughs> we have all of the live music and the charm of Nashville, but none of the bachelorette parties. Ah, nice. <laughs> yeah, I could live without the bachelor bachelorette. I'm I'm a little past that myself. Bane uh, uh, <laughs> our existence. <laughs> That's awesome. And you have so, a go, go ahead. ahead. Oh, I was just no. gonna say you have a psychic walk too. So you have like a psychic who does like some readings along the way. Right. We've had celebrity psychics come. Uh, Deb Lance was the most recent 
And Deb has come and done the regular psychic walk where we just kind of go where she's led and we all just follow her and she shares what she's picking up. I corroborate what I can from my knowledge of the history of that site. And she gives so many readings or answers questions along the way. This last one that we just did was the first of its kind. And wow, what a success. We actually, um, the epicenter of the Battle of Franklin is now handled by the city of Franklin park system. So the city parks granted us use for that night. And we just stayed in one place and people brought, you know, chairs and blankets and we sat around and we had EMF tripwire lights set up and some EMF detectors. We did a, an Estes method spirit box session and she answered some questions and did some mini readings and just channeled so much that she was picking up from civil war soldiers of what she was seeing and feeling. And it was very eye opening and some of the connections that she was making, uh, it was, it was the most remarkable event of that type we have ever had and it was very you know when you kind of go outside the mold and you try something new it was a mm. little scary but wow did it work so deb lance's uh if you watch many paranormal shows she's the one with the long blonde hair has been on a, almost all of the tv shows and she was just wonderful so i'm hoping we get to try that format again wow oh, cool. that sounds so interesting and different it's different yeah. from other things I've seen. But Ed, Ed wants to know, when are you going to do a pub crawl? <laughs> Never. It's too much baby. We do. Um, I do. I know, right. Um, my most popular uh, private tour right now is a boozy crime tour. But I only allow one cocktail stop. So if they pregame, there's nothing I can do about that. Mm-hmm. But I take them for one drink during the tour, and then they can do whatever they want afterwards. But mm-hmm. we have found these remarkable and very specific connections and similarities between a series of murders in the 1800s. I mean, very specific repeating patterns that are just bizarre. So we kind of walk them through the connections and the repetition of these and kind of tell a story as we go through. And that includes a cocktail stop. But the boozy crime, I just can't do pub crawls. I can't do it. I don't have the patience. To yeah, 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 yeah. It is I, much I, babysitting. Yeah. Yeah, I used to do uh, Spectre Lebanon's in, in Salem, Massachusetts, part of the Festival of Dead and Halloween at the Hawthorne Hotel. And Ooh. did that for 13 years. And, and, you know, you would get 100 people in there and, you know, half of them would be drunk. And it's like, mm. oh, Anne remembers that. She she helped me out one year. Oh, God. No, thank you. Nope. Anyways, I, I know you have your tour, and I know that we're going coming up to the break, so I'm going to let you go. I want to thank you so much for joining us tonight. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's really been a pleasure talking to both of you. Oh, Thanks for coming on. It was very interesting. And as I mentioned before, we'll have you back on again and, and see how you're doing and everything in, in a little while, okay? I would love it. Come down and see us. All right. Uh, that's something we may do. You never know. I never know. Anyways, <laughs> uh, you're listening to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation, Anne and Ron. And uh, special guest has been, oh, God, here we go. Alicia. Alicia, Alicia of the Franklin Walking Tours. And uh, we'll be right back at the following messages. Do you have a paranormal event? 
book or something else you want people to know about? Then why not advertise it on Ghost Chronicles Radio? With over 150,000 downloads a month, get your message out to an audience that's interested in the subject. We have a plan at a cost that fits your needs. For more information, contact Ron Kolick at anyghostproject at comcast.net or call 978-455-6678. Hello, hello, can you hear me? My name is Harry Price. I am speaking to you via the medium of the Ghost Box. Many of you will know I carried out the first live radio broadcast from Haunted House way back in 1936 for the BBC. Now, thanks to the wonders of modern technology, I am still able to keep abreast of 21st century ghost hunting by listening to Ghost Chronicles International on Togginet, Parax Radio, The Ghost Channel, and even on something called a podcast. Two splendid chaps host it. One is an American who calls himself New England's own Van Helsing although I have discovered his real name is Ron Kolek. The other is Stephen Parsons, and he's a paranormal scientist. Well, mustache, I'm required elsewhere on something called a K2. But don't forget, I'll be listening in every Tuesday from 8 o'clock in Great Britain and 3 o'clock on the American Eastern Seaboard. I trust you will join me there. And welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ron and Anne. And we're talking about some Nashville hauntings. Or oh, Tennessee. Or oh, Tennessee. Since we're on that, that track. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not restricting myself to Nashville. All right. Yes. Yeah. Since we were in Franklin. I've never been. Anyway. To, yeah. I've never been to Tennessee. And I have. As, as I said, have you? Yeah, I've never uh, in the Memphis. Memphis, mm-hmm. but I've never. Well, I've, I've wanted to go to Nashville, and I feel like everybody I know has gone to Nashville, but me, including my daughter. And I'm like, oh, I want to go, but it was like a girls, you know. Yeah, and young, went to Nashville too. It was a young girls. Yeah. Yeah. Did you go on she a went, girls trip? No, business trip. Ah. <laughs> they went to the old Opry. They went to uh, on a Riverboat ride and all that stuff. Mm, nice, mm. nice, nice. Yeah. Anyway, all right. So, what do we got? What do we got? Do you want to go first? Or should I go I first? Can. I can. You go first. All right. You ever hear of Pink Lizzie? No. Pink you ever heard of Pink Lizzie? Uh uh-uh. uh. That was a famous group from the. No, I don't know. <laughs> that was Pink Floyd. <laughs> well, Not she. Pink uh... Lizzie. Well, she has faded from local memory. Pink Lizzie was Memphis's most famous ghost for many years, from the late 19th century to the 20th century. First reported in the Memphis Avalanche newspaper in 1871, the story quickly became a local legend and a book. A brinkly female college student, 13-year-old, 13-year-old college student? Huh? Wow. Clara Robinson was practicing piano on February 21st, 1871, 
when an apparition of an eight-year-old girl appeared to her wearing a dingy, moldy pink dress. Yummy. You think they have a better style in the afternoon? <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Uh, the ghost returned numerous times and pointed out locations of treasures buried in the schoolyard. Oh, this is my type of ghost. I'll, I'll overlook the uh, pink moldy dress. Show me the treasure. Show me the treasure. <laughs> several uh, several stories about the ghost ran in the uh, Memphis Avalanche, that's a newspaper, and the Memphidians, oh, wow, wait a minute. Memphidians? How the hell do you say that? I can't help you. I don't really know Memphis, what you're looking at. Right? Memphis, they're, they're people who live in Memphis. Mem yeah. Oh, Memphidians. Mem Memphibians? That's what they call them? Okay. E P H I A N S. Memphians. Mem Memphians. Sure. I don't know. Uh, whatever. The residents of Memphis. Let's go with that. Yeah, the people. Uh, they quenched <laughs> their fears with uh, ghost cocktails during a <laughs> ghost cocktails during a trance arranged by Clara's father. Remember the girl playing the piano? Mm -hmm. The ghost spoke through Clara and identified herself as Lizzie Davidson, daughter of Colonel Davidson, Colonel Davidson of the original builder of the mansion at Brinkley Female College. So uh, the college this was originally his mansion. Uh -huh. A crowd gathered to watch Lizzie and her father dig for a pink's buried treasure, mm -hmm. which was found sealed in a jar. Oh my God. Yep. They actually, as, they actually found it. Yeah, just as the spirit had predicted. Huh. As uh, Lizzie's spirit requested, Clara's father waited 60 days to open the jar. During those 60 days, Memphis was gripped by the mania for the seance and attended by Clara and uh, involved table tipping, slate writing, and ringing tambourines. Oh, that's my type of seance. <laughs> Dramatically, a few days before the grand opening of the jar, Clara's father was attacked in his backyard, and the jar was stolen. Oh, my God. The really? Contents, the contents were never seen, and the culprits were never caught. For God's sake. A few days later, the ghost of Lizzie spoke to Clara again and revealed the jar contained two thousand dollars in gold jewelry and papers oh for god's sakes that's a wonder you get attacked you know okay you, you yeah know. yeah right? well that's, that's what you happened had to wait. you had to wait those 60 days hmm. just open it up the, the ghost is you know dead anyways so whatever yeah well would you want her coming back to haunt you? I don't. Damn. For $2,000, maybe. I don't know. Back then, 1871. Yeah. It's probably worth how much today? Mm. Brinkley Female College soon closed, and the building uh, fell into disrepair. It served uh, many uses over the years. And in 1972, 101 years after Clara Robinson's initial sight of a pink Lizzie in the piano room, the diapolitated, diapolitated, <laughs> Falling down old <laughs> college. Dilapidated. It was dismantled and replaced by uh, oh commercial enterprise. You're so funny. <laughs> you know what? I blame this. You know, 
if if I had ABC mouse when I was a kid, I would be able to speak elegantly, elegantly, <laughs> elegantly. <laughs> Just saying. Oh my God, yes. you're killing me. You're killing yeah. me. Oh man. And All that's, right. That's the story of. That was that was cheerful. <laughs> oh pink Lizzie Ramadam. Oh pink Lizzie Ramadam. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. I have a more cheerful. Wait, wait, wait. What? wait so that song would actually work if she was a black girl, right? Instead of Black Betty. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it'd be Pink Lizzie. Oh, Pink yeah, Lizzie, Ramadam. Oh, Black, Pink Lizzie. Yeah, but Black Lizzie, Ramadam, and, and Ramadam <laughs> is a is a holiday, right? So that would be perfect. Is that racist? I hope I you get in trouble. Not Ramadan. Ramalan. No. Oh, whatever. Moving along. Oh, God. All right. Listen, I have I a wine. I up bad, didn't I? Yeah. I got to get all kinds of hate mail. Again. Yeah, you are. Again. Nice. Go nice. ahead. Nice work, Ron. I have a winery. Who doesn't oh, I love have a wineries. winery? Right? Okay. Oh, so- by the way, before we speaking of wineries, we oh. want to thank our good friends at the uh, winery there that sent us. Kim, Kim at the International Mermaid Museum mm-hmm. in Washington State. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, what a sweetheart! So Ron and I each had a bottle of. Did you get Mermaid Merlot? Oh yes, Mermaid That's Merlot. That's what I got. She sent us each a bottle of Mermaid Merlot wine, mm-hmm. and it was delicious. I opened it on Easter. My guests and I enjoyed it. It and I don't usually like a Merlot, but this was wonderful. Was it sweet? N- no, it was it was more uh on the dry it's on the drier side. Okay. Oh, you haven't opened it yet? No, I have not. Damn, you gotta drink I get, it. I got it sitting in my cabinet next to my bottle of apparition. Oh, you have to drink it. You can't just look at it. I let it age. Let it uh, breathe. It's, uh, it's not going to breathe. <laughs> no, it can't. It's I have a bottle of apparition, too. Ah. That was didn't, even too. Yeah. Uh, didn't you get that in New York? Didn't I believe our, so. Our oh, guests in Oneida? Get, I believe get, so. I think they did. Uh, oh, they oh, gave me a bottle I as gave, well. I drank it. <laughs> I, I gave them uh, a bottle of vampire wine. Yes. Mm-hmm. 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 I think Karen Ruck gave me that bottle of apparition. Oh, well, maybe that's what I'm thinking. But mm-hmm. And a good friend from Canada gave me the bottle of uh, Crystal Skull Vodka, that huge yes. bottle. Yes, yes. Which I still sit unopened next to my rear name alone and my apparition. Well, that's vodka. It'll last forever. Of course. The Just wine like will not. The wine will yeah, not. Well, no, it won't. Now, yeah. eventually it turns to vinegar unless, unless it's an extremely fine wine. No, it's a Just fine saying. Wine. It's a fine wine. All right. Anyways, we'll thank you very much to Kim. And it, yes. it, it was so sweet because I don't think I've ever had, I mean, I've, I've gotten books before, mm-hmm. a couple books here and there, but we generally don't, don't get things from our guests. And it, it was just so sweet. So very yeah. sweet. Uh, but the wine was dry and I liked it. All right. So Bell, Ma, Bell Mead Winery in Nashville, Tennessee. And actually, um, I knew it sounded familiar when I brought this up. My 
it was one of the places my daughter went there when oh. she was visiting because I raised her right and my girl likes wineries too. So Bellmead Winery is not only, uh, it's located on historic land at the Bellmead Historic Site. So not only can you go and go to the winery and have magnificent wine, it's also haunted, of course, of course. So it's an old plantation, which is actually just south of Nashville, Tennessee. So it must also border Franklin that we were just talking about earlier uh, because she said it was just south. And so it's a mansion and an old plantation. And I know that now plantation is uh, not a, a really socially acceptable word anymore, but it was an antebellum plantation. They had slaves and all, I'm sure uh, terrible things happened there, but uh, it does look like a beautiful location, supposedly haunted, uh, and you can take a haunted tour when you're there and you're drinking your wine. So, just want to throw that out there and plan your next visit carefully. How, how can it get any better than that? I know. Spirit and spirits. Spirits and spirits. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. So. Okay, moving back on, or along, or whatever. Uh, University of Tennessee in Knoxville uh, is also haunted. The uh, University of Tennessee, Knoxville, has its share of ghosts. Founded in 1794 as Blunt College, Blunt College, UT, UT, oh, University of Tennessee. Sounds like <laughs> UTI. I, I knew you were going to say that. Nice, Ron. Nice. Uh, UT, uh, long history is completed with material that tend to lend itself to ghost stories. Uh, Sophronia? What the hell kind of name is Sophronia? Sophronia. It's an old-fashioned name. Sophronia? Yeah. Okay. Sophronia Strong, uh, 1817 to 1867, haunts Strong Hall a woman's dormitory, dormitory built on the grounds of her former home. Sophie tends to appear around her birthday each year on February 17th. In general, she is a playful spirit, locking women out of the bathroom. Oh, that's not too playful. <laughs> out or in, out or in. <laughs> out. You out, gotta go, out. you oh. gotta go. Hey, come on, that's not fair. And their dorm rooms. However, she is adverse to conflict and is likely to appear in the midst of arguments, effectively oh. ending them. <laughs> that would do it. That would do it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, Union soldiers uh, killed in the Battle of Fort Saunders, uh, which was fought on the campus, uh, haunt the hill and mm -hmm. the apartments at the corner of Laurel and 15th. Union soldiers also haunt Blunt Hall before it was torn down in 1979. Hoskins Library is inhabited by the ghost of its former director in a well, in a well as, as well as a spirit uh, known as the Evening Primrose. Oh. Who is accompanied by the smell of cornbread. Cornbread? Mm, I like cornbread. <laughs> 
Mm. Do you make cornbread? Yes, I do. I make cornbread muffins really good. Mm. Sitting in, uh, okay, uh, sitting on what may have been a Native American burial ground, of course, <laughs> Reed Hall is haunted by unhappy spirits that roam the hall's frightening residents. Right. Other Knoxville, what? No, I said all right. Yeah. Good. Other Knoxville uh, campus ghosts include a thespian ghost. That's okay. It's legal now. Uh, <laughs> thespian. Yeah, thespian. Thespian. <laughs> yeah, no B. Fanny. <laughs> Fanny. Okay. Yeah. That's who it is. Her name is Fanny. All right, Fanny. I think it's a female. Sounds like. Anyways, it. this thespian ghost named Fanny is haunted, haunts the old science building before it was raised in 1979. What did they do? Tear the whole place down in 1979? Apparently so. And, uh, oh, wait a minute. It was, it was haunted by Benita, too. Bonita. Benita, who was the pet dog of the former owner of Tyson wow. Hall, who is buried behind the building and can be heard barking to this day. Aha. Uh -huh. hmm. That's fun. Probably pissed because they tore the building down. <laughs> So there you go. You got a Poporia ghost there. Uh, apparently, it's very active there. Wow. Yeah. Sounds like a, a great place to go to school. Well, it's educated too. <laughs> they have a thespian ghost. <laughs> All righty. Oh man. So I have I have another mansion. This is I'm called sure you do. the Two Rivers Mansion. Hey, I have expensive taste. I guess you do. Yeah. So. Apparently, uh, the construction on the ornate Two Rivers Mansion began in 1859, but was not completed until 1870 due to the Civil War. And uh, the antebellum estate house was home to the wealthy McGavick family until Mary Louise Bransford McGavick died in 1965. So that was a long, that was a long haul. Over 100 years, her spirit allegedly lingers in the well-furnished halls where staff report seeing a lady in a white dress wreaking havoc on the appliances. That's different. And, furnish, <laughs> and furniture. Nice. She, she throws things around. I don't know. Uh, and here we go. Some stories say the house was built on Native American burial ground for Native Americans or Civil War soldiers or both. There you depending, go. Depending on who's telling the story because. and that those spirits remain. Yeah. So uh, there's your, your second haunted. Probably mansion. on a ley line here too. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't think there's any wine at this mansion though. It looks, no, it looks like a smaller mansion in the plantation. Yeah. Well, it should be. Anyway. Okay, so uh, did you ever read about the Reed Hotel? No. The Reed House Hotel in Chattanooga, that's in Tennessee as well. Uh, Sheraton Reed House Hotel sits on the site of in Chattanooga that was occupied by hotels for over 160 years. In 1874, the old 
Crutchfield House was built. A large grand hotel, the old Crutchfield House was used as a hospital for Union troops in 1863. Uh, a current 10-day Victorian, uh, excuse me, Georgian style hotel was built there in 1926. And this structure has been haunted uh, for the past 80 years. Uh, although there are many interpretations of the hauntings of the Reed House, it is clear that most of the unexplained occurrences centered around room 311. Oh. Theories about the ghosts, uh, the ghosts' origin range from murdered soldiers from the Civil War to suicide victims. However, the most common and accepted interpretation is that room 3 one one is haunted by the ghost of an Annalisha Netherly. Annalisha, yeah, does that sound right? <laughs> Sounds good to me. All right, Annalisha Netherly, Ms. Netherly occupied room 311 for an extended stay sometime in the 1920s. While the details are sketchy, uh, the legend has it that Ms. Netherly's head was nearly severed from her body by a jealous lover while she was bathing. Her restless spirit oh. apparently has never left the hotel or room 311. I gotta go stay there, that'd be fun. Mm -hmm. Just report she is especially angered by men. <laughs> what woman isn't? <laughs> what woman isn't? This is true. Mm -hmm. Particularly those who smoke. Reed House yeah. is beautifully renovated in 2004 and the proud to offer the guests a haunted vacation. Oh, okay. Mm. I just can't wait to sit in that bathtub. <laughs> I don't know. It's it sounded a, a little a little too um, you know, uh, I don't know, Stephen King-ish kind of thing. I'll sit in three the bathtub in three eleven smoking. All right. <laughs> All right. Just saying. Okay, if you say so. All right. So mm -hmm. you can't go to Nashville without thinking about who? 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 Who's big? Elvis. Dolly Parton. Well, Dolly Parton, but she's still alive. But Elvis is dead. He died? When? <laughs> I saw him the other day in the street corner. Dolly's still healthy, alive and uh, kicking. Yes, actually. But come on, Graceland. Graceland, okay. right? Yes, okay. right? It's haunted. It's it's they're like, oh, all this stuff happens all the time. Elvis is walking around scaring people. Of course it's haunted. And they they say that uh disturbing claims have been disclosed of Hearing him call the family upstairs in uh, in the graceful mansion, and Priscilla, his ex-wife Priscilla said the star is still living at Graceland, and they see him. There's there's everything you name it. They see him in outside in the trees. Uh, they he haunts the backyard because of course you know he's buried out there. Um, in the meditation garden, uh, they say 
people get goosebumpy. Of course, so you're going to get goosebumps when you're visiting Elvis's grave. But anyways, uh, he touches people. And so there's all kinds of things going on in Graceland. Um, when people were getting up in the morning very early, they would hear people calling, hear Elvis calling them. Um, so there's all kinds of things. So you got to go visit Graceland, not just to see, you know, where Elvis lived, but you might see his ghost too, right? Really? Yeah. Actually, isn't that that song, uh, Walking in uh, Memphis? Walking in Memphis. I think I saw the ghost of Elvis. Yeah. That's right in the song. Yeah, security didn't. Yeah, I see. Yeah. Got a pretty it's little thing waiting for him in the jungle room. Down in the jungle room. Mm. Anyway. Go. So, moving right along, as we do, almost. We try. Kind of, we try to. I lost my place. <laughs> I have no idea. Where are you? I lost my place. Oh, <laughs> all right. Too excited. I, I, I have one. I got a couple. A couple. All right, you give me one. All oh, right. Oh, oh. Oh. Nope, never mind. You find it? No, oh, you're good. You're good. All right. Uh, so the Union Station Hotel, mm-hmm. uh, and it was once served as a shipping off point for hundreds of American soldiers in World War II and a reunion spot for soldiers return at war's end. Uh, the building is now a luxury hotel, but staff say at least one woman is still waiting for her soldier lover to come home. Abigail, a young woman whose husband died in the war, is said to roam the hotel halls, causing mischief for staff and guests. Wow. Oh, yeah. That's Believe it or not, we're running out of time. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. I didn't even get to some of these cooler ones, too. Damn. Just as well, though, because I would have butchered them. Well, yes, most likely. Anyway, (laughs) so... Uh, all right, so we got to wrap it up. We want to thank our guest today, uh, who was on the first half, and I want to thank Ann for coming up with all those cool stories about ghosts of Tennessee. And we mm-hmm. want to thank the ghosts of Tennessee for providing us with this information. <laughs> and clearly, we need to take a road trip and go to Tennessee to see them ourselves. Yeah. Yes. I don't know why, but yeah, I like South for some reason. Anyway. <laughs> All right, so uh, you've been listening to Ghost Chronicles uh, Next Generation right here on Tojanet Radio and wherever podcasts can be found. And there's a whole list of them. And we have brought to you by Circles of Wisdom, 286 Merrimack Street, Bethune, Massachusetts, the Glant Messier Family Logo, 15 High Street, not the Andover, Massachusetts. And our very, very, very good friends of Ghost Chronicles Radio on Patreon. And uh, they help bring you the show uh, with their support. Uh, you too can become a member and have access to over 50 videos and other stuff that's on the site that's only available to our Ghost Chronicles uh, Patreon members, members of the Dead Air Society. So go to Ghost Chronicles Radio on Patreon and sign up. It's a mere three bucks a month, less than the UK. And uh, it's cheaper than a cup of coffee. So uh, <laughs> there you go. Uh, we've got a new got a new video going up tomorrow, so look for that one as well. Oh, so nice. So All have right. a good night. God bless and take care. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening.
From goalies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.